0: Guy,
1: Matt King.
0: Hey everybody, thank you for listening to our podcast Unfortunately, for some, our topics that we talk about may be offensive to some people The topics that we discuss could also be triggers, and we want you to be aware of that If you are in need of help, please talk to a professional, a family member, or a friend We are not medical professionals, and we don't claim to be we are just two guys with a microphone and a platform. Please listen with discretion. Welcome to This Time in History, guys. I'm Matthew, and we're back again for another interview covering the 2022 municipal election. With me today, she's running for City Council in Ward 3, Miss Bonnie Hugh. Welcome to the show, Bonnie.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: You know, I've, I've, I've wanted to do uh, an interview with someone who's running for for Ward 3, and and I have, but I I love Ward 3 because I used to live there for 13 years, so I'm going to be able to talk about all things Ward 3. I'm so happy uh, that you were able to join us. Um, This is your chance to engage with the listeners right now and ultimately answer the questions, why are you running, why this election, and why now?
1: Uh, I am running because I feel that Millennials and Generation Z People are underrepresented in politics and I consider myself a Xennial. I'm still in my 20s. I feel like I can bring some fresh ideas to the table, especially considering the current counselor has been in his position for 19 years and why this election Uh, It's my first time running municipally, and I feel uh, more freely about expressing my ideas in a municipal election, because I have run previously for the Libertarian Party provincially and federally, and I feel that when you're with a party, you have to say things. Uh, that have to please the party leader and the membership but in a municipal election i don't have to uh, conform to any specific ideology i could just bring what my ideas are to the table
0: well that's what i love about municipal politics you know it's not about the parties or the rules you it's about the person and if and if and if the people can invest in that one person, that's, that makes all the difference. Uh, I'd love to hear about your platform or, and if you've started door knocking, what kinds of things are you hearing from, uh, from the community?
1: Uh, I haven't started door knocking. I'm low, running a low budget campaign, but I have gone to an all candidates meeting and the most important issue I'm hearing is housing. Uh, This ward is the most populated one in the the whole city out of the 25 wards. Uh, And it's also the fastest growing suburban ward after two downtown wards. It's grown 10% in the past five years, but the development hasn't kept up with the population growth. And I see, condominiums being built, especially along Queensway, but they're not targeted to low income working class people like me. And I have worked in retail for five years uh, and I have been working throughout the pandemic. uh, And I feel that there should be units, especially for a younger and lower income people
0: like myself. Absolutely. Um, So let's get into some of the topics I wanted to discuss. I want to discuss uh, first the budget. Uh, You know, we're facing a $1.6 billion backlog in TCHC uh, repairs. You know, uh, the TTC claims they're going to be half a billion dollars short on their funding according to their numbers. Meanwhile, the TTC CEO gets a 21% increase You know, and we're at a critical, pivotal time right now where um, the next four years, the decisions that have to be made, and and most of them monetary decisions, you know, we can't afford to get this wrong, we need the right people at the table, we need the right people elected. Um, And I'm just wondering uh, what you think uh, needs to happen budget wise and, and what you see and and what you would do if you were elected?
1: So I used to be with the Libertarian Party, which is the small government party. And I don't believe in that anymore, but I do still believe that uh, we should be more efficient uh, when it comes to costs. And part of that is uh, reducing salaries for the people who are are at the top. We hear about uh, uh, people in government voting themselves a pay raise which I am against and being a low income person myself, I feel like there should be more equality when it comes to uh, economics and that the disparity when it comes to income is too great, especially intergenerationally.
0: Absolutely. You know, you know, you always have to keep that into consideration, and uh, I, I like where your head's at. Um, moving along, transit. Transit's a big thing, especially in Ward 3. You know, I, I don't have to tell you, you know, between construction and the winter time, that streetcar's not running. It ain't running half the time. Um, to be honest with you, I don't know why we still have the streetcar. Uh, so... There's that plus I I just I'd like your opinion on you know we've seen the TTC expand into the um, into the uh, York region and I'm wondering if you would uh, support expanding in the west to Peel region and in the east to Durham region and anything else you want to say about transit?
1: Yes, I support expanding the TTC west. Uh, I am a transit rider myself. I'm very dependent on the DTC, and I don't drive because I don't need to. And also, I think streetcars are the slowest form of transportation in the city. Sometimes it's even when I'm downtown, sometimes the streetcars are even slower than walking. Mm -hmm. There's so much congestion. And I believe in a very transit-heavy approach because in other cities around the world, uh, they are transit-oriented, whereas in North America, we are more car-oriented. So, And especially as an immigrant uh, coming from a culture that doesn't like women to drive, uh, I think there should be more transit options so that, People who don't want to use a car shouldn't have to use one.
0: Absolutely. And also, I'm not sure if it was China or um, I, think, I think maybe it was Singapore. I'm not sure. But I had an interview recently, and one of the candidates told, uh, told me that uh, their subway system was built, uh, and, and it's very large, and it was built relatively quickly. And, and I just don't understand why we, you know, we're getting it slowly but surely here, but it's taking forever. And I, I just don't understand why can't we take the lessons that or, or, or the, the methods that they use in places like New York or China or Singapore or, you know, fill in the blank and apply them here and get the transit uh, uh, developed at a faster rate.
1: I, I agree. So I I admire how fast that China builds its infrastructure projects. I think Canada is especially slow uh, when it comes to building. And in my hometown in China, my mother did not drive. Uh, when I went back there a few years ago, we were all dependent on taxis, which were uh, very low costs. And even in some American cities, it's pretty easy to get around without a car because Uber is really cheap in some cities. For example, I visited Miami and the, the Ubers are just a few dollars more than their buses or their uh, rapid
0: rail transit system Mm -hmm. okay yeah uh i i you know they're they're building up up where i live now in ward one they're building the uh finch lrt And, and i've said this on previous uh uh episodes they have uh it completely blocked off on finch like there's it's down to one lane each way and, um, you know, Islington's blocked off, Finch is blocked off, Kipling, Albion, Martin grove it's all blocked off all at the same time, they're all down to certain portions of those streets are down to one lane, and um, we still don't know if this new LRT is going to be able to run in the wintertime.
1: Yeah, I visited the Finch and Islington area. Uh, I take the Islington bus sometimes and then to meet up with a friend and then I have to say I'm going to be late because there's construction and we I don't know when uh, I'm going to be there because the what Google Maps says is not accurate because it's going to be blocked off.
0: Exactly. Uh, moving along, I'd like to talk about the uh, unhoused and... Uh, affordable housing. I think they go hand in hand. Now, specifically in Ward 3, um, I'm not sure if you're aware, but there was uh, the building that's on Lakeshore and 8th Street on the north side was supposed to be a shelter, they were supposed to convert it into a homeless shelter. Um, and as far as I know, the, what I've heard, that was scrapped. And I'm not sure if it was because of uh, community outcry or some sort of a budgeting issue or something. I know that was supposed to be a shelter, that's not happening now. Um, and I'm just wondering like, can we do more for these uh, for the unhoused? And as far as like the, um, the affordable housing contingent, like you were saying before, these condos are going up, all the ones on Queensway and all the ones we watched go up uh, on the Humber Bay Shores as far as i know and and it was actually um i I was told i was right there was supposed to be uh with all uh, buildings that go up there is supposed to be an affordable housing contingent uh whether it's five percent of the units or or ten percent whatever the number is and it's not happening there's a there's a loophole and there's a way around it so that's actually not happening um and so I'm just wondering what more can we do? Because it's not like TCH is going to run out and, and and build a bunch of new apartment buildings, low-income apartment buildings. Um, so anything you want to say on, on that topic and anything that I've said, go ahead.
1: Uh, that is upsetting to hear. I support building more homeless shelters and I am not a fan of NIMBYism. It stands for not in my backyard. Uh, And I think there is a need for homeless shelters along Lakeshore, because I went to an all candidates meeting there the other day. I I saw people who I suspect were unhoused and I feel that they need to be housed. Um, There were people uh, uh, yelling things at me during my speech saying they, they were starving. Uh, I'm, so, I'm sorry I'm,
0: so, I'm sorry that that happened to you
1: yeah it, it happened to the other candidates too but I understand people are angry um and a lot of it has to do with the lack of housing
0: why what I don't understand is why they're angry with you they should be angry at the current administration the current mayor and if they, we're talking about ward three obviously the current counselor I don't, yeah. un, I don't understand why they would be yelling at you and I, the
1: other candidates. I agree. Um, part of it, they were yelling things at one of the other candidates who were who was born in another country. So mm. I, I think xenophobia has part to do with it. Uh, and also, Mark Grimes did not show up to that meeting, even though I would think he was invited. I feel that a lot of incumbents don't show up to meetings.
0: No, I think it's uh, it's standard procedure. They just put their name on the ballot and they don't do anything else. And come voting day, you know, whatever happens, happens, but I think they think all they need to do is put their name on the, on the ballot. Uh,
1: yeah. And also I think support from John Tory too, because has personally supported Mark Grimes in the past election, and uh, there was a campaign in that regard. And there's another candidate, uh, the second place candidate from last time, Amber Morley, is is running again this time. And I think she's putting more work into this than probably Grimes is.
0: Yeah, I would. I would probably have to agree. You know, I don't live down there anymore, but um, I, I know people, and I and I've heard things. and Let's uh, let's move along. Uh, we'll talk about uh, crime and police. And uh, you know, I, I've told this story before, but I'll tell you specifically because it has to do with Ward Three. One of the principal reasons we left Lakeshore. Is because of the violence the last four or five years that has taken place, and I'm specifically talking about Lakeshore and 10th Street. It has gotten really bad there. I don't know if you're you're close by, but that's where we lived. We lived in the co-ops in the in the co- in the Birmingham co-ops um, that are that are off Birmingham, um, and the violence that took place at the basketball court. They're dealing drugs out of there. Then it turns into, you know, they, they move the, the dealing because winter came. So they moved the dealing, the drugs into the one of the first floor units. And then there was drive-by shootings into that unit. I had a neighbor who got shot in broad daylight on the way to the store. You know, um, it just got really, really bad over the last four or five years. There was one instance where there was shooting and we thought our son was in the park at the time. Thankfully, he wasn't, but we didn't know that at the time. Um, So, you know, we decided to leave because I'm not getting caught in the crossfire. You know, when we moved to Lakeshore, it was relatively safe. Maybe, uh, you know, we didn't have to worry about violence. I, I remember that. So, uh, but, you know, that's why we left. And I'm just wondering, like, I I feel like, and I don't mean to call out the police, but I feel like the officers at 22 Division, they don't care. Um, And that's me as a resident in that ward for the last 13 years. They don't care. Um, And I'm just wondering, what more can we do to, to help the people of not only your ward, but but the city of Toronto as a whole. I mean, we have a high crime rate. And so I, I'm going to throw it to you and anything you want to say on that topic. Uh,
1: so the all candidates meeting I went to was on Lake, Lake Shore uh, on, and, and Fifth Street. So I saw what was going on there. I, I do see evidence of drug use because there was a needle disposal box. And when I was there, there were people causing a commotion and someone called the cops and then the firefighter showed up. I feel like it wasn't worth a lot of intervention, but I would think those people were probably intoxicated. Mm -hmm. Uh, And... I don't know if firefighters are the ones who are the best at dealing at this. I think in cases like that, maybe there should be a mobile mental health team uh, to alleviate some of the calls to the police that are of this nature. Um, The the police did come, but that was after the commotion was done. Mm -hmm. And also, There was um, the car crash a few months ago where firefighters intervened, um, but they didn't stop the driver in time and he continued driving and killed two pedestrians.
0: I heard about that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think it's the firefighters fault for not predicting that, but I think there should be, and especially considering the driver was not allowed to drive. Um, He was banned from driving. Yeah. I I feel like there should be some enforcement and providing alternative means of transportation for people who are banned from driving to prevent tragedies from happening like that. Absolutely.
0: In terms of the the high crime rate for Toronto as a whole, um, what what more can we do to uh, to I guess try to get it down or or eliminate it um, altogether?
1: Personally, I support the decriminalization of all drugs, as a lot of crime is. Uh, a result of drug addiction and people stealing to fund their addiction. Um, There are some pilot projects elsewhere in Canada, like in the downtown east side of Vancouver, where there are clinics that give out uh, drugs to users so that they can get it and move on with their lives. I believe there are some safe consumption sites in Toronto too, but I don't believe they're in Etobicoke. Okay. Uh, uh, And then I don't believe in more heavy policing because there are tensions between some groups and the police, for example, people of color. Uh, A lot of the things that police are called for, can be done with other uh, specialized uh, people, such as mental health teams. We should look at bringing those to the city.
0: Okay. And um, in terms of uh, public health, I'm just wondering uh, what your opinion is on the the job that the city did handling the pandemic, on the municipal level, of course, and also um, what we've learned from the pandemic and uh, in your opinion, if we are ready for uh, the next pandemic. Uh,
1: Personally, uh, I was okay with the restrictions, but a lot of my friends weren't. Uh, I feel like uh, a lot of people don't like being told what to do, especially when it comes to and, like, seeing their friends. Uh, personally, I was working throughout the pandemic, so I had opportunities to interact with people. But people who, for, for example, lost their jobs.
0: Um, um, sorry, I'm I, I going to need you to start that over just because uh, uh, you, you kind of froze there. Um, you were saying that uh, your friends uh, didn't like uh, the restrictions and then go from there. Uh,
1: my friends didn't like the restrictions, which I think... Uh, they have a right to be angry. Uh, But I was working throughout the pandemic and I was able to have social interaction. But for people who lost their jobs, uh, it was very detrimental to them that they had to deal with lockdown restrictions. Okay.
0: And um, do you think that we'd be ready for another pandemic?
1: I think we've learned some lessons from this one. I feel like uh, we've done rem- remote work. Uh, we made the transition to remote work well. I was doing remote school for three semesters. And I feel like it, it's more convenient than in-person school. but it, It all all depends on the person and what they want out of school, whether they want it to be online or in person.
0: Absolutely. And uh, I wanna thank you for for this interview. Um, I know it takes a lot to come on here and I really appreciate uh, you trusting me to be able to facilitate the process. You know, um, election night for me is always special I get to get in front of the tv and watch not only the mayoral races but the ward races especially ones that i've lived in before so i mean even though i don't live in ward three it'll always hold a special place in my heart so i wish you nothing but luck on your campaign trail and uh you know i'll be watching and paying attention and and wishing for the best and again thank you for this interview thank you for
1: the opportunity